Hey guys, welcome to the duck side of the force. This is episode four of Disney with the ducks. I appreciate you all joining us. And with me is our host. I'm Kevin. We've got Gene, John, Lonnie, Jeff, and Carly. Hey, hey everybody. guys. So today we're going to go take a trip to galaxy's edge. Um, I'm so excited about this episode. Um, I'm about, I'm, I'm going to nerd out a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm going to apologize right now for that. Uh, but kind of just wanted to walk through uh, some of the first reactions we've had, uh, some of the basics of that that area of the park. Uh, fairly new. Not everybody's had a chance to go there. Uh, this is a spoiler-free episode, um, so we'll we'll give you the the pointers of the of the park and and some things to do to focus on, um, and give you a little bit of background of that. And even if you're not a Star Wars fan. Uh, I, I can guarantee there's something at this at this park that that you're going to enjoy. Uh, and so kind of focusing on some of the attractions, some of the rides, some of the food options, um, some of the things to do and some secrets. So someone want to kick us off with their first trip. I mean, I think we're probably ahead. the one of the better ones to start with that. Um, we got to Ooh, go. <laughs> you sound all fancy. We were we were actually one of the first people who get to experience it because we actually were there for the AP preview in August of 2019. Was it? It opens in 19? I think it was 19. August 19. 19. Yep. August 19. Yep. We were down in July of 2019 for the AP preview. So, um, Actually, it was a funny story because we had went in July um to just go down for regular vacation and we got home we were home for three or four days jeff got an email he was like oh my gosh we just got an ap preview and we could go down and be the first ones in galaxy's edge and i was like okay there's one day that will work because i started school the very next monday after it opened so they had, you know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I said, if we could get it for this particular day, cool, we can go. Like we were just there, but, you know, what's the chances that we would have that particular day open and actually get it? So Jeff like hits the virtual queue, gets that day, and he's like, we're going to Disney again. I was like, oh my gosh, we were just there a week and a half ago. Um, so we did end up going and... Oh my gosh, it was a crazy blast. I'll say this. Like, I am not, I like Star Wars. I've even got my little Leia buns going today. I was going to say, I was going to ask yeah, about that. Nice. Yes. For people that can't see, she has space buns, whatever you want to call them. Going on. So that's, that's awesome. Right? Space buns. That's, that's what, what the cheerleaders called. call them. That's what the cheerleaders call them. Space, space, space buns? Yes. Space buns. Yes. Alderanian okay. space buns. Yes. So, I, but I mm. like the movies. I wasn't, I was like, oh, it'll be cool. It'll be neat. It's Disney. Of course, I want to go. But I remember you had to go around. They had the big hedges up still. And you had to go around the hedges and go under back by like the Muppet entrance to it. And we're walking through. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is so cool. Because when you first walk through that tunnel, you're going from something that looks like Hollywood Boulevard kind of very luxurious Hollywood-esque. And then you walk through this tunnel and it's like, oh my gosh, it's crazy different. It's so immersive. And I, I think I got a little teary. I was very excited about it. So even from a, a just a semi-Star Wars lover, 
side of it, I thought it was fun. Yeah, me too. I completely agree. Um, just walking in there and seeing the whole world with hardly any people in it. I mean, that's not something that most people get to experience. I mean, even if you're there rope dropping now, you're tons of people. And when we walk through, we could, there's 50 people in the whole place that we could see at any given time. So just seeing that world completely empty like that was quite an experience. Now we were only supposed to have like two and a half hours in there. And I thought, oh my gosh, like we're not going to get everything done in two and a half hours. Um, but that was before Rise had opened. Um, and we did. We actually experienced a lot. I think we built a droid. We did the lightsaber, lightsaber building. Um, we ate. We did the gift shops. We kind of hit a little bit of everything. That Got trip. to see Ashley Eckstein, who is yes. the voice of Ahsoka from the Clone Wars. Yes. So. And have any of you been down there when the characters were out walking around and like interacting? I think that's one of the coolest things. It is, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't down there for that for the the actual opening of AP preview. Um, you remember back in the day in 2018, they did it was the last Star Wars Galactic Nights. It used to have the Star Wars weekends. But this was a galactic night when it had actually a kind of like a, a introduction to Galaxy's Edge. It already was announced at D23, but this was one you went to it. They had models of it, what it would what it would look like. They had all the characters out. Uh, you could take pictures with the characters, pictures with the with the model. So there was you know a lot of excitement built out for the park, all right, for that portion of the park. Um, I, I really wish they would bring those back. Um, I think now that Batu is complete, it'll be perfect to have those in there. Hopefully post COVID, but uh, to your point, it's 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 awesome when you get to see the characters coming through, get to interact with them. Um, so hopefully that comes back soon. Yeah, it was fun having the characters run around. I remember one time I was waiting for my family to meet me. I was standing right outside Ronto Roasters, and Ray comes up to me. I'm just looking at my phone. All of a sudden, I look over my shoulder. Ray's there, like hiding, like she's hiding from the stormtroopers, and she's like, "Hey, you never saw me, right?" I'm like, no, never saw you. She's like, did you see Ray? I go, no, not at all. She's like, perfect. And then she ran away. Like, it was <laughs> crazy. It was like a 30-second thing, but it was just so cool to have have her run up and do that. And then, you know, they always had the stormtroopers up top looking around and, and walking up to people and asking them questions and stuff. Hopefully that, that all comes back soon, because I think that was one of the best parts of, of the land. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had interaction not with Ray, but with, is it Vi? Yeah, Vi Marathi. Right. And I couldn't even tell you like what Star Wars episode or movie or spinoff that she's off of, but she was very cool to interact with. Like Ray, I would get giddy about because I know that movie um, or series of movies, but Vi, I don't even know, but it was still very cool to interact and, and she made it accessible to people who aren't super Star Wars nerds. Like Yeah. So, so the first time I went, I brought a non, someone that had never seen any Star Wars ever. Uh, my mom, she went with me uh, oh. for my first uh, Dobie weekend mm. in 2020, um, right before COVID kicked in. So um, we went in and, and she'd lived all around the world, you know, traveled around with her dad who's in the, in the military. Um, and she thought it was very much like uh, Morocco or like a, an Egyptian kind of area. Uh, it's, it feels just like walking into a movie. I mean, walking through that tunnel the first time, it just blew me away. And, you know, growing up playing in the backyard with my cousins, I mean, we had all the little figures and would 
set up our little areas. Well, when you walk through that tunnel and you're a fan like me, I mean, it's like completely blows you away. You're in the play set. Mm-hmm. Um, there are yeah. um, X-Wings <clears throat> and the Millennium Falcon is there. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, uh, to see that in person, be able to get pictures with it, interact with Kylo. I mean, Kylo and the stormtroopers come up and interrogate you, uh, seeing the characters running around. I mean, it's just uh, in the cast that works the park. I mean, they they are in character at all times, um, you know, and, and in, in between attractions and rides, there are so many different things to do and see. The detail is just unbelievable. I mean, mm-hmm. You'll look at the rocks, the way the rocks are cut. I mean, you can tell they were cut with a laser. I mean, um, seeing the blaster marks and hearing the the planes, the uh, the vehicles flying over, the droids talking, um, just it's like going to, it's really like being in a movie. I mean, nothing like I've ever seen before. Um, that was my first time. The second time I went in the middle of COVID, and even with the shutdowns and, and everything, they, they really went above and beyond. Uh, making it where it, they didn't take away too much, where it's there was still a lot to do. Um, and then the third time was just this past weekend, this past marathon weekend. So kind of seeing it before COVID, in the middle of COVID and after COVID, um, you know, I, I feel like in all those scenarios, it was worth that time. I spent way too much time in there uh, looking at every little intricate detail um, cause that's kind of how I am. I, I dig into every little bit, um, but just loved it. Yeah. I think the first time I went to it was February of 2020, right before everything shut down and me and my daughter woke up early and we were staying at beach club. So we walked to Hollywood studios to make sure we were there at like five 45 in the morning for when, whenever they started letting people in, right. Cause you had to be in the park to get the, the boarding pass for rise. Oh, so we got in there early walked around the land and got some pictures in front of the Millennium Falcon. It was just awesome to experience that with my older daughter before the rest of the family did. Cause we got our, our um, boarding passes and then went back to the hotel, got the rest of our family and came back and we didn't ride the ride thing until like seven at night. So that day we got to experience it at night as well, which it is just, it's a completely different, it's almost like Pandora where it's during the day, it's, it's one thing and it's awesome. But at night it's a completely different thing with the way they light everything and, you, like you said earlier, Kevin, I mean, you really feel like you're on a movie set. And then just the way the cast interacts with you, it's the, the cast members there, I think, don't get enough credit from everybody that visits there because they really make that experience something mm-hmm. even above what it already is, which is pretty awesome to start with. Gene, you're also like a Star Wars nerd, right? So what's your thoughts on Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, so um, this past... Marathon weekend was my, my my actual first time to go. My family had been before for a cheer weekend, but it was it was my very first time. Uh, I had actually avoided any and all uh, spoilers, so I really didn't even know what to expect. Um, everything leading up to it, Lonnie would send me stuff, and Lonnie would ask me questions. Are you excited about this? I'm like, yeah, I'm excited, but I I don't know anything about. I I, I, I specifically, purposefully. Um, kept myself in the dark about everything. Um, I was supposed to go in, um, what, what year was that? I can't, I've lost 20, 2020, 2020, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the marathon. And I was really excited about that and had tickets and everything. We had a family, uh, thing happen and I wasn't able to go. And so, uh, pushed it, you know, a, another two years, um, to, to this time. And so 
Kevin's experience is very much like mine. Uh, walking into it, I've been a Star Wars fan. I saw, uh, an, we, we didn't call it A New Hope, but I saw Star Wars when I was six years old in 1977. And I, I've been a, a massive fan ever since. Um, there's not much that um, in my life that, you know, I love the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, I love my family and I love Jesus, but I love Star Wars too. Yeah, and um, absolutely. I consume everything. I, I have my whole life consumed everything I can star wars related um i watch all the tv shows you know all, obviously all the movies and walking in there it was just like um just like you said it was like everything when i was a kid um all the things the toys that i played with the the make-believe that we did it was just like walking into a movie set and and all of that coming to life i mean it sounds uh you use the word nerd it sounds so nerdy but i mean it was like 12 year old me was was just I couldn't even believe it. You know, it was amazing. Um, the attention to detail, like Kevin said, I keep pointing to Kevin, you know, picture like y'all know that I'm pointing to him, but, um, but Kevin, you know, like he said, every little detail, um, the droids and just looking at walking into the, to the Millennium Falcon, you know, like the scenes I've seen on TV is just absolutely amazing to me. And, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and as you guys know, I'm going back the end of April, beginning of May, uh, and I'm looking forward to doing it all again. I can't wait. If you had to pick like one thing that was your absolute favorite, like anything in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, what would you pick? Um, hanging with me. <laughs> well, apart from, apart from hanging with Lonnie, I think that just seeing the, 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 the star fighters, just seeing them there in like, you know, life size. It was just, that's amazing to me. I, I love seeing that. And there were, there were glimpses of that in different parts of star Wars. I mean, different parts of Disney before, but just seeing so much of it at one time, being able to walk in the, I said that, but really being able to walk into the millennium Falcon and, and that, that was it. That probably was it. So I'll give mine my, my favorite thing. And it was definitely a splurge for me, but I went and built a lightsaber. And you guys talked about that. I went and built this. It's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Clone Wars, um, ep you know, mm -hmm. the animated series. Um, I've watched it probably three times all the way through every episode. One episode in particular is, and we'll probably talk about some of this in future episodes on Disney Plus, but there's one called The Gathering. And it's where the Jedi, uh, the younglings will go to, mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the planet. I, I, it's I've gone blank on it, but anyway, they they go with Yoda and Ahsoka, and they go into the cave, and and they they they're looking for their Kyber crystal, and that's mm -hmm. one of the other things that you get whenever you build a lightsaber. You go into the into this experience, and I won't spoil it, but it's it's just like the Gathering, where you you actually become um, a Force user of Jedi. Uh, you can pick the dark side or the light side, but you actually build your lightsaber. And it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's it's a once in a for me once in a lifetime thing. But um, if I if I had to pick my favorite thing, that's that would be it for sure. Anybody else? I think for me, my favorite thing was was being inside the Falcon and going into that ride and seeing where they play the chess and you know everything else. It just the details in there, just like the rest of the land, are amazing. But it was just so cool being in there and. That ride, I know it's probably not the most popular opinion, but I like that Smuggler's Run ride better than I liked Rise of the Resistance. I think just because of that element of it brought me back to being a kid 
and yeah. what you you know what you grew up wanting to do was fly the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so getting to do that, yeah, it was awesome. Like, how many of you sat at that table and had your picture taken with the you know the the table with the chest? Yeah, right? oh, yeah. you're halfway. Like, right? you Are you even that. a Star Wars fan if you don't do that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Lonnie, your favorite. You know, it's a. Uh, I like the whole land. I like everything about it. Uh, my first time was in 2020, actually going into the park. It was um, marathon weekend. And I think this was after the 5K. And the crazy thing about it is you had to hurry up and run the 5K. And this was the time you had to, if you wanted to get a, a boarding pass for rides, you had to be in the park, right? So we, we ran the 5K as fast so we could hop on the bus and go over to um, uh, Beach Club, get off there, and then walk to Hollywood Studios just to get a board pass. Uh, and we were, able, we were able to get one, right? So it all worked out. And as soon as we got in there, I think we had a high number. I think it was like 156. And they only promised up to 150 to get in, right? But we mm. said, you know, we're going we're gonna to stay and we're going to, even though we have a 10K tomorrow, we're going to do whatever we have to do to ride this ride. And, you, and we used to sit there and you could watch the little droid go across the screen, <laughs> you know, counting down what boarding groups are on, right? So we're sitting yeah. there and it's like seven o'clock. And I'm like, I think we're going to make it. You know, so we were going to land the whole day uh, road smugglers run. I really do like that that ride. To John's yeah. point, I think it's I, I personally like Rise of the Resistance better because I always tell people Rise is not really a ride to me. It's more of an experience, right? Mm -hmm. and you go through all yeah. these different things. Right. So I don't categorize it as a as a ride. Ride wise, of course, Smugglers Run is probably my my, my favorite, or one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, so so having that experience the first time, hanging out the in the park the whole time, having a different milk uh seeing the droids seeing everybody around um being there so long since they have a whole day we had a chance to really see a lot of the things that are the little things that some people might miss um so overall i think it's a you know a fantastic land i know it's it gets it's it's funny as you talk to people outside of star wars universe right it's kind of like a, some people either love it or they're like oh, i just don't get it well if you grew up in our time and you embrace the star wars uh the, the legend the movies uh then it's important to you right if not mm -hmm. mm, you're kind of like oh, i just don't get it why are you guys uh tearing up when you're going into a you know into a park right yeah. uh i wasn't tearing up <clears throat> carly said she was tearing up i'm just using that as an example um, yeah you know right. i walked in i was like yeah this is good yeah but it's it's awesome, right? it's awesome. <laughs> So you mentioned the the milk. Um, so I've never tried that. Is it, is it which uh, I know there's a blue and the green. What um, what's the difference between those? Do you have you had both or I, I did have both. You know the green is more fruity. I think uh, okay. to me uh, the blue one's more sweet. Both of them are good, right? Okay. Um, and, and then you know so, but that's the difference. Um, and like so, you go over there, you grab that, you get to you get to hang out. Um, we had initially planned, I think this last time to get some, um, you know, some sabers made, right. Some lightsabers. Um, but I opted to, to try to get a dark saber because I want to rule Mandalore. Yeah. Unfortunately, when I went there, they didn't have any. So I'm on the hunt for that. So I can challenge some people in, uh, in rule Mandalore. But next time when I go back, I'm, I'm going to try, I heard they're back in, back in stock. So my goal nice. is to, to capture one of those in the throne. <laughs> so what what are y'all's favorite let's maybe talk about a must um must do thing to eat and maybe a snack and something like that um i know that 
you have Ogus Cantina. You have uh, what's the Bronto uh, Roasters? Bronto Roasters. Bronto Roasters. Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, you know, it's it's, it's crazy. Um, one of the things, like I said, I love the the, the blue milk. I think that's pretty good. Um, it, it is, it's Gene will make fun of me because we went over to Olga's Cantina, right? And you know, he makes fun of me getting the charcuterie board, which is you know, I, what did you what do you call it, Gene? The 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 pork skins. There. It was some bantha bantha um skins. Bantha skins. So Gene's like, what's that? I'm what like, did I call them? I call them bantha cracklings or something. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's from the south, so it's mountain cracklings. But but yeah, so I like hanging out there. I like the you know the, no, the, the atmosphere. The atmosphere there. I think you know it's not really meals as much. It's more of you know, appetizers here and there. But I love the interaction that you know that the cast members have. You know when they do the little song and dance in the back. Love DJ Rex up there spinning the yeah. tunes. So um, it's it's one of those places to me. It's one of my favorite. That's a must do every time I go. Even though my favorite food actually. Is the the Ronto wrap probably for me? Oh yeah, Bob that was Martin. good too. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So Ogas is pretty cool because if, if you've seen the first uh, episode for A New Hope, you go into the into there. It's like going into the cantina mm -hmm. in the movie, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. that's where it really gets really gets cool. I mean, there's a lot of different Star Wars themed drinks, um, and the one that I've I've tried the. Uh, the fuzzy tauntaun. I don't know if any of y'all had that. Mm -hmm. That makes your whole face go numb. Basically, mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. But. I'm going to be the unpopular opinion here because um, other than the popcorn that's in Galaxy's Edge, which you can only get in Galaxy's Edge, it's like red and purple. It's sweet, but it's got like a spicy hot kick to it. It's incredible. It's like it was pretty pebbles with a kick. Yeah. Ooh, it was man. gone for a while. It's back. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, like we've not tried, um, Ronto roasters, but we've tried Oga's and we've tried docking Bay seven. I got the roasted chicken. Salad. It was a salad. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, it was, I mean, yeah, I, I would equate it with, I don't know. What's the other quick service place in Hollywood studios back lot. Backlot Express. Yeah, Backlot mm -hmm. Express. It reminded me of that. Um, nothing special. Oga's, I think once you've gone once, like you're good. I don't feel like I need to go back again. It's atmosphere. Yeah, it's cool to hang out. I do love the Bantha cookie, but you can't just buy it on its own. You have to get like a thing. Um, the drink. I love, we got the Cliff Dweller drink, which came in the super cute Porg mug which i i had to buy because i like porgs but other than that, i felt like the drinks were eh they were okay um but there's no i i don't like the milk i there is really no food in galaxy's edge that i'm like yeah that i want to go there for that all right okay so um I, until this trip we just had this past week, I had never had any of the food in Galaxy's Edge. So I, this time I had for breakfast, we had a Ronto wrap. So I had it without the, the wrap portion. It was just the sausage on egg with the sauce. And I thought it was delicious. And then for lunch, we got a, a Zucchi wrap, which was like zucchini, um, smoked chickpea onion sauce. It was just this tahini sauce. It was just so good. I, I would get that again for sure. And it was more like a salad because I got it without the pita, but 
it was delicious. But then I tried the blue milk and I, Carly, I'm with you. I, I didn't really like it. It tasted like Pepto-Bismol with a little bit more flavor. <laughs> and, and I don't know. It's so good. weird because, yeah. It was because, a texture yeah. thing for me. And I think you just hit the nail on the head yeah. saying it's Pepto-Bismol because it was way thicker than I anticipated. Which is so weird because my son, he'll drink like 20 of them in a row. He drank, I think, mine, my daughter's, and my other daughter's. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't taste Pepto Bismol when I taste. It. I think it tastes pretty good. John, do you think that your taste is swayed by the movie when you saw where the, the blue milk came from? <laughs> I, I believe so. Yeah, the green, the green right out. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, but hey, yeah, so and, we're. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. Oh, I was gonna say one thing with Oga's. I, you guys have all been there. I haven't been there yet, but part of the reason we haven't gone is because we have you know, a hundred children. So is it the type of place that you can take children into and they'd be comfortable in that environment and you won't bother all the other folks that are there? For sure. John, it's, it's really so loud, loud that it's I don't so think you'd bother. The, the key is you have to just make sure that they seat you because yeah. every time I've went, I've been at one of the standing Anytime. tables, yeah. that won't work for you. But yeah. you know, right next to the side there, I'm like, how do these people get to sit down there, right? So yeah. uh, when we were there last time, they had a whole group of lizards sitting that came in after us and they were sitting at the table, uh, but we we're standing up at the, and you're standing up with people you don't know, right? So that's the thing. Uh, of course, Gene made friends with them. He was asking them what they ate. He was, you know, which that, tell me about this. Uh, let's take a picture. All that stuff that Gene usually does when he meets somebody. So, but, uh, but yeah, but you can, they can go, John. I think they'll enjoy it okay. uh, just for what goes on around them. Hey, hey, if we're going to go ahead and be transparent about all this uh, and we're, we're, we're not worried about, you know, hurting anybody's feelings at Disney. Um, I, I would say that Galaxy's Edge was amazing. Um, the food ended up, you know, oh, um, the wraps place, Ronto wraps. That was great. Um, standing at Oga's after running races, my feet hurt every single day. Yeah. That was, I was yeah. miserable. And then they brought out charcuterie board and I was starving and there was some nuts and, you know, some dried fruit or something. I don't know. Some, some Bantha fodder. I don't know something. <laughs> and, and I was, just, and, and then, you know, you said something about the drinks, Carly, for me, just give me, uh, you know, a glass of your finest diet Coke and I'm happy. Um, I got something that was, I don't, I don't remember. It, maybe it had coffee in it or something. It was fine, but it wasn't, I wasn't that impressed with it, but I don't, I also don't drink alcohol. If, if, if I was going to drink alcohol, there was maybe something on the menu that would have been, you know, would have been good for me, but, but I don't, I just, a diet Coke would have been fine, but it was a great experience. I did enjoy the whole place. Uh, my feet did hurt. I did enjoy my time there with Lonnie and the lizards behind us. It was all great. But as far as the food itself and the drinks, that wasn't the, the best part of that, that whole situation for me. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think that's important. Oh, sorry. I think that's important to mention for people who have never been to Oga's that one, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Two, portion sizes, whether it's, they don't have a lot of food, but the snacks that they have are very small. The drinks, mm -hmm. you don't get a whole lot. Um, as far as the alcoholic drinks and there are not a whole lot of seats. There are some booths around the outside, but the majority of it is either standing at the bar or standing at tables that are near the bar. Um, so that I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wasn't thinking that we almost went to Oga's after the race and I'm glad we didn't now that you said that. Um, and then the other thing that I was going to mention is there's a time limit still, right? Does anybody know what that time limit is? 
you know, they didn't rush us out. No. Uh, so okay. I don't know what the time limit is in there. They may have one, but I mean, we were there. Uh, the, the people that, it's funny, the guy, the people that were at, at the same standing table with us, um, I think they were from Louisiana, right? So we, we kind of struck up a conversation. They left, some other people came. You know, we still was there drinking. In fact, I kind of walked off and, the, and the, the waiter took my drink and I came back. I was like, where's my drink? And he was like, oh, and he bought me another one. So we were there a little longer. Hmm. Um, Gene probably wasn't happy about that because he was standing up still even longer. I said, I got to finish this drink. But uh, but yeah, I don't know if there's really a time limit now. But you I know, just it's looked more it up. Disney mm -hmm. says 45 minutes per party. Disney's no. not the boss of me. I'll stay where I want. <laughs> Pick me out, Disney. You want me going? Pick me out. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, as long as you're eating and drinking, I mean, I don't, you know. Yeah, we were there for an hour at least, and, and it was fine. Mm -hmm. Nice. So what about you, Kevin? What's your go-to foods there? Um, definitely the Ronto Roasters. Um, when I went there the first time, I got that, and, and I'm a huge fan. I actually found a copy, good copycat recipe online. Um, that worked really well, and I've made it several times through the pandemic, and uh, that was Ooh. great. Um, I will say that they have the pork rinds that you can get with it. Those are really good. Very, it, I think they're seasoned almost the same way that they do the popcorn because they have a little bit of spice and a little bit of sweet. Um, they were really, really good. Um, I'd say, you know, with the cost of the, the drinks at Oga's, um, and if, if you're on a budget and you're trying to pick one thing that you want to do, you can – I would say, you know, Ogas or the, the Droid Depot, if you've got, I think that's great for kids. Um, you actually get to put the Droid together, which is pretty cool. Um, and then the lightsaber thing, you know, it's it's probably the most expensive of the three. Uh, but if you're looking at a budget, I mean, probably you can get out of Ogas around 40, something like that. Um, Droid Depot, it's about $100 to do a Droid. And then the, the um, lightsaber is right at $220. So not cheap after buying tickets to get in and food and things like that. But, you know, each person ha can make their decision about what, what's important. And um, the one, I will say one good thing about the, the Droid Depot and, and the uh, lightsaber, you can actually bring a guest with you, which is pretty cool. Um, so they can come in and kind of watch and, and see how that goes. Uh, if you, if you don't want to, to go through the motions of building one or um, the, the lightsaber or the droid, they have a, a really cool walk-in uh, store. It's, uh, what's the that name Doc of it? Ondar's? Yeah, Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquity. So it's kind of like an antique store run by an Ithorian uh, that just kind of murmurs over in the corner. But um, they have all kinds of cool things there. You can buy the legacy sabers, which are um, pretty screen accurate, I would think. Uh, mm -hmm. from the sabers in the movies and they have ones that you may not even think of uh, i think they even have one from the star wars video game um jedi um jedi fallen order that's it um and so lots of different options with that lots of different kyber crystals i mean they have all the different colors that you can that you can get and there's they swap in and out of the uh, lightsaber uh jeff has a a nice holocron, a Jedi holocron there. Uh, really cool. Uh, so lots of things that interact with, with that. And if you already have a droid, um, they have little parts and things that can attach on to the side of the droid and uh, carrying cases and all kinds of things like that. Um, I've heard that on the West Coast, they have 
a B1 battle droid. Um, and I don't know if that's coming to Disney world or not, but it's, it's pretty cool. I've seen it online. I haven't heard whether that's coming, but yeah. So but Kevin, you know, I, I, let me ask you. Oh, oh no, great, John. So I was going to ask Kevin, you know, when you build the lightsaber, is it a toy that you could play with? I know you probably don't want to play with a $220 toy or let your kid play with it, but I mean, is it something that you can kind of play around with or is it yes. fragile? What is it? It's, like? it's sort of between a, um, playing with a, a fluorescent light bulb and, <laughs> and an actual sword. So it's a little more sturdy than a fluorescent light bulb, but um, I definitely wouldn't go all out swinging sabers and hitting. Uh, they're not okay. like a battle battle worthy, but um, when you swing them around, they will react and make some like deflection sounds and things like that. So um, cool. Pretty cool. I, I am concerned, Kevin, that you play with both a fluorescent light bulb and a real sword. I'm just saying. But I have two boys. They're seven and eight, and they will fight with anything. <laughs> I call dibs on a fluorescent bulb. No, but, yeah. you know, one thing I think I want to go back and revisit with Carly, she said, which is really good, and that's the price of Olga's. And my suggestion is, you know, I'm at the age where you, it's, you know, it's hard for me to really see you know it's kind of dark in there and it's uh the, the writing is kind of different right so you don't it's really hard to tell the prices on some things so I knew, I knew you know, Jean's glasses were coming yeah out. yeah so i'm at the age where i got to take a picture of something on my phone and blow it up i will download the menu and look at it first because you get yeah. in there you're messing around and you order something and it'll it'll come out and when you see the price of it you'll be like wait did i order this so yeah, it is kind of you know especially if you get mug with it yeah exactly or the rank you get the mug with it or the rancor teeth exactly you get yeah. that and then you're going to be you're going to you might be shocking all when the bill comes so just know what you're ordering before you you, you start i would, I would you know, say that's about everything in star yeah. wars all of the mm -hmm. shops that you go into are very dark yeah. um which i i think is theming but even going through the gift shops, which are out kind of open air market style. Yeah. When you get back inside some of them, it's very dark in there. Doc Ondar's is very dark. And whenever you go in to make the lightsaber, it's very dark. And so yeah. you kind of have to know in advance what you want or yes, you're going to, you're going to miss something and feel you know, sticker shock about it later. Oh, yeah. You know, you get the old fashioned Yoda, you'd be like, ooh, lightsaber you want. Your wallet, I will take. <laughs> <laughs> Credit. Credits are plenty. Yeah. So that's a good segue into the other shopping and stuff there. What's yeah. the, the Black Spire Outpost, right? Is that what it's called, Kevin? Yes. So, I mean, I don't know if we really said this before, but uh, Galaxy's Edge is actually a planet, Batu that they've added in as it's actually in canon, and there are books and stories that that tie it all in. Um, it the 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 park itself takes place, I believe, between uh, the Last Jedi and you know Rise of Skywalker, and so, as far as the movie timeline goes, um, so it's all themed toward the First Order. So you have. First order and resistance. So rebels and and you know, empire are no longer. So you'll hear lots of references to first order. So there's first order cargo. That's one of the one of the places that that has you know you can get a full costume as an imperial um, officer. Uh, they have blasters and they have 
you know, all kinds of cool things that are, you know, first order kind of down that long along that line. And then they also have the resistance supply, which you can actually get a Jedi robe, which is pretty cool. Um, they're very pricey too, as you might guess. Um, but uh, then they've got some toy, a toy store that has um, lots of little, um, if you, if you've seen any of the star Wars episodes or movies where they have like a little stormtrooper or something, uh, they look very right, close like, to what you see on that. They're almost like stitched creatures that you would have made maybe in sixth grade home act class. Yeah. Like in Rogue thing. One. Like she's she's got the toy in Rogue, Rogue One, One of the Stormtrooper. They're so it's like cute. little big planet. Sort of yeah. like if anybody knows that game, it's like the mm -hmm. little stack boy. It's like that. Yeah, they're adorable. We have way more than I cared about <laughs> here at our house. <laughs> well, and then another really cool thing is the creature stall. I really like that one because they have all the different creatures from Star Wars uh, that make different noises and react and things like that. So they have like the puppet, um, the monkey lizard, which is pretty cool. That you know, the one that laughs in, on Jabba and uh, mm -hmm. uh, things like that. And then they've got a a loath cat that looks like it's alive right there in the cage when you walk in. So pretty cool. Good deal. Yeah, I think Black Spire Outpost area is probably my favorite section of all of it. Um, I mean, the rides are great and walking around and seeing some of the cool Easter eggs that we're going to talk about later is, is super cool. But there's just something really special, I think, about walking through that area because there's, you know, carvings where it looks like there's a, a wood carving area set up to buy, which you can't actually buy anything, though. My house would be full if you could. <laughs> but there's all these little areas and all of the cast members there talk to you and, you know, say bright suns and they throw out mm -hmm. Star Wars lingo and it's great. And if you ask them, oh, hey, you know, is there anything with Mickey Mouse? They're like, the, what? Who's and that? they pretend like they don't know who Mickey is, even though I feel like even in Star Wars Galaxy, you'd know Mickey Mouse. But it it just, it's got a feel to it and interacting with the people there and seeing all the different items that you can buy. It's just, I don't know, that shopper in me. Well, and those cast members there are, you mentioned it a minute ago, but they're great. And last time we were there, there was a guy playing Sabacc and showing kids mm -hmm. how to play. So they, they sell the card game, but then there was mm -hmm. a cast member out with a table and he was inviting kids up to play. And it, it was just really fun experience the way he was showing them how to play the game um, and just interacting with all the kids that were walking through there. So it was really cool to see. Yeah, that makes it way more immersive. Yeah. All right, you guys ready to talk about Easter eggs and things like that? I think you guys probably know more about the Easter eggs than I do. I feel kind of ashamed of that, but as much as I focus on the details, but. Okay, well, I wish I could say that I came up with all these, but my daughter Riley is obsessed with Star Wars, <laughs> obsessed with yeah. Disney, and she got to go on a VIP tour the last nice. time she was down there. So she like told us some insider ones. So I'm going to go last because I'm hoping you guys get all of them before I get them. But I'll start right, with one. Go ahead. I'll look off my list. If you are standing beside the Millennium Falcon, there's actually a little hidden Millennium Falcon underneath the, the leg before you head into the ride. And we'll post a picture in the thing. But it's right. just like a little. It looks like a gasket almost. It's just a tiny little one, but it's just sitting on the little shelf that's actually attached to the Millennium Falcon. So it's pretty neat. So one of the ones, it's not really, uh, it's more of a, I guess, sort of like an Easter egg, but all the Coke bottles are like thermal detonators. It's pretty, 
pretty neat. I mean, something, this is probably the cheapest, I guess, souvenir you can get at the at Galaxy's Edge. And it's, I think it's $7 or something like that. But all the different um, Coke products, and it's written in Orabish, which is the Star Wars language. So uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but kind of a cool souvenir. Um, just another example of, of how much they pay attention to detail. But. Do they have that in Diet Coke uh, for Gene? They do. They do. See, Gene, yeah. that was your drink. You missed. How did I? How did I? I, I don't know how I left there without without one of those. Um, that's that's a good call there, Kevin. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. Uh, I will get one in May. Um, I wanted to point out this isn't necessarily an Easter egg, but it's just one of the details. You know, Kevin was talking about the details. If you in um, Oaks Cantina, there's um, you know, you know IG eighty eight, the uh, the bounty hunter droid, IG eleven, the 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 droid that was um, Mando's, you know, ends up being, you know, his friend. I don't know if you call him oh, yeah, that, yeah. but behind yeah. the bar, they're the, the IG heads. And um, oh, cool. it, it's one of the Easter eggs from a new hope, but, but also it's in Oaks Cantina. Hmm. I didn't know that. John, did you come up with any? Uh, did you guys know there is, a life-size Millennium Falcon <laughs> parked in the middle of Galaxy's Edge. Amazing. Right yeah, no, seriously, amazing. you got to look for it. It's it's back by Oaks Cantina. It's beautiful. <laughs> you got to see this thing. You might even want to get your picture in front of it if you can find it. There's also half of an Imperial Walker that's kind of sort of close to Galaxy's Edge, but it's been there mm -hmm. since the 80s, I think. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the Star Tours, right? Yeah. Right on time. Yeah. Yeah. Any from you, Lonnie? No, the, uh, the only one I have is, um, you, did you guys know that they are actually building a Star Wars hotel? <laughs> no, seriously, it's going to be part of Galaxy's Edge. Mind blown. And do you have your reservations to go, Lonnie? Uh, no, ma'am, I do not. It, it's very reasonable. You haven't won price. the lottery yet? I've already given up no. one of my kidneys. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's either we can stay there for two nights or my kids can go to college. Right, one or the other. There's, you know, look, John, you you mentioned it, right? You have a lot of kids. Just tell them three of them going to college. The other two, y'all come with me and stay at the hotel. That's it. My wife forwarded me the first time she heard about it. She forwarded me a story about it and said, "You and your nerd friends can go to this." You know what? I got nothing on that. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> she's not wrong. No, she's not wrong. But she's if she knew how much wrong. it costs, if she knew how much it costs, she would tell him, no, you and your nerd friends can't go to that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta sell your Jeep and go that's how you'll go. No doubt. <laughs> A couple other ones that I came up with that I knew was um if you're on in the queue for the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. If you look out, there's actually a starfighter. Some, I'm sorry, I'm not perfect on my spaceships, it's but it's straight across on the rooftop. Um, docking uh, Bay 7's roof. Yeah, I think it's on top of Docking Bay 7. Mm -hmm. but the tail number of that is actually 778083, mm -hmm. yeah. which is the release years mm -hmm. of the first three original movies that came out. So mm -hmm. that's kind of neat to see. Mm -hmm. um, another one that I saw was the. Inside Black Spire Outpost, they have the water fountain. And if you use the Play mobile app, 
then you can scan and actually translate different things from Arabesh to English in the translator pad. And if you actually scan at one, it says, don't drink the water. Hmm. And if you sit long enough, there might be something that comes out of the water to take a look at you. Well, you can't just say that. <laughs> There's a creature in there. It's gross, yeah. but kind of cute also. And... <laughs> you got more? Stop looking at my I'm list. Looking sure the water comes. Are these on your list? No, not okay. yet. Um, I, drunk, I drunk the water. I drunk the water. And yeah. I saw the thing look at me. I still look yeah. back at him. I'm yeah. thirsty. You got to hydrate for a race. It was race weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And you drank the water. <laughs> and one of the other ones was that the original, like if you look through the tracks on the road and the sidewalk, Mm -hmm. Those were actually used from a mold of the original R2-D2. So oh. that's kind of neat that the um, droid tracks were actually from the original R2-D2 from the movies. Neat. So, I'll add one more. If you're in the Falcon and you're a fan of um, the porgs, there are pork nests all over the Falcon. Mm -hmm. If you yes. look around in some of the little back corner areas, you'll see you'll see feathers and, and kind of the nests and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Unless Chewie yeah. eat them and then they're dead and yeah. that's sad. <sighs> All right. So I think I we, we're going to have to have a whole episode on us talking about porgs and their interaction in the movies and all that. You know, oh, yeah. That, that'll be a future episode. Oh, yes. I love porgs. All right. Um, so not porg related, but um, I don't know where I want to start. Let's start with. One of my favorite characters. So if you go into Doc Ondars, you're all going to hate me here in a minute. If you go into Doc Ondars and you look up, and I think that's a big thing at Disney. You always have to remember to look all around you, especially yeah. up. In Doc Ondars, there is a giant golden head of one of the best Star Wars characters, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Doc Jar Jar. Is it Dark, yeah, the Sith Lord. Dark yeah. Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I've never seen before, but I, I know it's there. So I've got to check it out myself. Um, I'm going to cheat and tell two from Riley's VIP tour. There is a, by Doc Ondars, right by the entrance, there's this woman, a green statue, kind of mm -hmm. holding a spear looking thing. And next to that, there is a giant foot. And that foot is actually from the Anubis statue from the Indiana Jones scene in the great movie ride. So mm -hmm. they took great movie ride out and they've kind of put some of those pieces back in star Wars galaxy's edge. Nice. Um, if you remember the lights motor action mm -hmm. spectacular yep. show that used to be in Hollywood studios, there are some speeder bikes and they are, Right before you walk into Black Spire Outpost, if you're going towards Rontos, it's on your on your left. And those are actually remade from cars and parts from Lights Motor Action. And in Arabesh on the side of one, it says LMA for Lights Motor Action. Um, and then the only other Easter egg I have, and I tried to save the best one for last, I just saw this today. If you look... I know it's hard to find that Millennium Falcon, but if you find the one that John's talking about, you know, the giant, enormous life-size mm -hmm. replica, um, on the right-hand side of it, where you actually queue up to go into Smuggler's Run, on that right-hand side, it shares that wall with Oga's Cantina. And I'm going to post a picture of this one in the episode. It is 
a hidden Donald Duck. Huh. So the roof is his beak and there are one of the side roofs uh, over the door is his beak and then the roof is his hat and it's got two marks for his eyes on the side and then there's a blue flag that comes down that has some star wars gibberish on it um, but that's actually like the little blue part of his cap so i'll post a picture i don't know if it's intentional or if we're just all starting to see ducks everywhere but i was super excited about that one Sorry. pretty neat that is my exhaustive list <laughs> that's good yeah, those are some great things to look out for next time we're in in the uh, the Galaxy's Edge land. Right, and I'm sure there's a billion more that people can tell us. So I feel like all of you who are watching this on YouTube, you should put those in the comments. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, that's what it would be fun to go around there with some of the Imagineers who developed that land, or they have that dining with the Imagineer thing at, at Hollywood uh, Brown Derby it would be awesome to get a lunch with some of those guys and just pick their brains about how they came up with some of this stuff. Cause like I said, there's so many hidden things and just the details they provide are amazing. Yeah. So what else you got for us tonight, Kevin? I think that's about it. Um, I think we kind of hit all the things. I think one left, one last thing that we always have at the, at the end of our episodes are the dad jokes. Um, I don't Quacking know if everybody up with the ducks. Quacking up with the ducks. Everybody I've got two. I, let, got me, two? let me start with a good one. I've, I've got uh, Star Wars related dad jokes. Okay. What do you call two Han Solos singing together? A Han duet? Exactly. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> a Han <laughs> duet. All right. I got one more. And I, I'm going to cheat and do two because I, I, I giggled you way can. too hard at these. What is Admiral Akbar's favorite type of music? I don't know. A trap what? music? <laughs> that's a good one though. <laughs> oh my god all right i got a couple Ooh. star wars ones all right so have you guys tried the gluten-free wookie treats at galaxy's edge i hear they're just a little bit chewy <laughs> <laughs> and does anybody know the internal temperature of a tauntaun uh, oh, that's... I do know this one. It's you know lukewarm. It? Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, dads, who else is up? All right, I'll go. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks with them when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you know why movies four, five, and six came before movies one, two, and three? Yeah. Because the director Yoda was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't have a Star Wars joke, and I know I don't normally throw out the dad jokes, but I did find one that I just felt like was calling Gene's name. <laughs> so this one is specifically chosen for you. All right. Did you know I swallowed a dictionary once? It gave me the sorest throat I've ever had. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> I, oh, awesome. I don't have a Star Wars one, but I'm going to stay to like the superheroes, but I'm going to DC with mine a little bit. Oh, right? nice. And I went to the video store here the other day to borrow Batman Forever, and, I, and they said that I have to bring it back the next day. 
That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> Dude, I got a laugh, Jeff. It's so bad. It's the worst one. <laughs> so bad. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, I have one more joke I have to share with y'all. Okay. Okay. So Luke and Obi-Wan go to a Chinese restaurant. And, and as they're eating, Luke's using chopsticks and he keeps dropping his food. And finally, Obi-Wan turns to him and said, Use the forks, Luke. <laughs> all right so with that guys i think i think we've uh, covered galaxy's edge we hope that you guys have gotten a little bit out of this and uh, i know we have i know i've learned a few things um, ready to go back and and just excited to uh to visit the land once again and uh with that i'll say well, the force be with you also, guys, if you would remember to go to Facebook and find us, follow us, like us, Disney with the Ducks. If you go to Instagram, we are at Disney with the Ducks. We have a Twitter account also. We're still waiting on Lonnie here to set up our Tinder duck account. But in the meantime, you can always continue flirting for friends. Up to you. Anything else? Nope. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, Thanks everybody. everybody. Have a good Bye. one. Thanks. But in the meantime, we can keep flirting with friends or not flirting with friends, <laughs> flirting for friends. We don't want to flirt with friends. I mean, I, unless you do. Okay. We're going to start that, over. <laughs> that joke is that joke's the gym. Unless you do. On giving. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll get right on setting up that Tinder account. So uh, you'll be able yeah, to. You've already said it twice. <laughs> gonna, I quit. Send us all the password. <laughs> that one fans only ducks yeah. just don't don't swipe right on elsa uh, you, you'll see, if you swipe right on elsa you'll see what happened same thing will be with that uh only ducks color. only ducks is that what it is that what it's the farmer's only, only version ducks. <laughs> no it's not only ducks. we're not doing the only duck page we're not doing that <laughs> <laughs> Tough times in Duckburg. Okay. I'll over. Oh boy. <laughs> Woohoo! Everybody. All right. I think you should leave that opening in. That leave that closing in. It's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Nope. 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 <laughs> the, the, the dark side. Only ducks. The ducks. <laughs> ducks after dark. <laughs> Ducks after dark. Ducks after dark. Where he plucks his feathers like. <laughs> he like duck, mm. duck, goose. <laughs> <laughs> All ducking day. <laughs> what the duck? <laughs> Back the duck up. Get the duck out of here. <laughs> Are you ducking serious? <laughs> I'm so glad it's a story. Hey, duck this you. This is why we need a Patreon, because this is the crap that Patreon people would be like. Oh, absolutely. That. I'm all out of ducks. Bag that duck up. Hero like ducks again. I don't give a duck. <laughs> oh, my God.
Yeah. We're gonna lose oh. that that clean rating real soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lonnie, random hmm. comment, but you posted yeah. your wife's birthday. My gosh, she's gorgeous. Oh, thank you so you much. Married up, man. I I did. I, I, know, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I know I did. That's what I'm I'm in sales. I sold that. Bam. <laughs> when I first met her, I had to ask him, is there something wrong with her? I mean, because, because like, I don't, it doesn't make sense. Why, Chad, make the bad man stop. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Lonnie, Lonnie, show me on this baby Yoda where Chad's hurting you. <laughs> Chad, did you say toad suck? Mm -hmm. I swear that was the name of the and not, not to Not to be confused with. We, we're, we're live right now, right? So I'm not even going there. No, you're good. <laughs> kind of like the yeah. Princess Bride, right? Who are you? No one to be trifled with. This episode is brought to you by Frontier slash Spirit Airlines. When you absolutely have to get to Disney for a race, free. <laughs> the geniuses that brought you Topsy Turvy, the Sham Wow, the Tub Shroom, the Pillow Pad Tablet Stand, and Alien Tape comes Mighty Sight. Nah. <laughs> All right.